Hello, I'm Shalom. And I'm Courtney. And this is Almost Nerdy. We love sci-fi. We love fantasy. We love all things nerdy. And we are about to spoil this for you, so make sure you've already watched it. Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of Almost Nerdy. As we continue, <laughs> I was trying to do that. No, sorry. I, as, I, it just came up. As we continue Black History Month uh, with Black Stories, mm-hmm. so this week we are doing Lovecraft Country. If you have not watched this, um, I mean, we already said spoilers in the intro, but seriously, mm-hmm. watch it. It is so freaking good. It's, it's really good. different than what it sounds like. So, 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 yeah. so, so good. Sometimes like multi-genre shows. Yes. Like it, it can't, I would love to just say it's horror. Yes, it does have an under, mm-hmm. the underlying factor is like horror. Mm-hmm. Horror magic sort of thing. That's uh, so much fun. Uh, but besides all of that, there's all these like other like adventure mm-hmm. Um, Almost Indiana Jones, Indiana Jonesy kind of vibe, mystery, uh, mystery, like all kinds of stuff, right? Yeah, like it's very, it's very, very like, and even like the different genres of horror a little bit in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots so, of different types of things. Yeah, going on. so so you get to each episode is like different from mm-hmm. the rest. Yeah, and it kind of really rounds off very nicely at the end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this is a Misha Green project. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the thing that i like about this is it is a 10 episode series so there Mm -hmm. are lots of voices in there there's Mm -hmm. lots of different writers from all different types of backgrounds there's Mm -hmm. lots of directors all Mm -hmm. different types of backgrounds um even the executive producers it is uh jordan peele and um oh what's his name from star wars and uh what's uh Totally blanking. <laughs> we we uh, cut him out of our minds because we were really we mad at him, him for Star minds. Wars. Yeah. But <laughs> we're starting to not cut him out as much. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I'm literally forgetting his name. I want to actually look, yeah, it, look up it up right now. So yeah, we um, were angry because we really felt like Finn got... Um, Finn really got got <laughs> cut out of the plot of Star mm-hmm. Wars. And that really angered us because we're like, finally, you have a very interesting person of color. Mm on screen and you're just gonna like totally mess this up and that's really yeah jj jj abrams jj abrams yes mm. but we shouldn't be upset with him though because turns out it wasn't really his fault it wasn't disney he actually loved the character of mm. finn and had a lot more going on yeah so. but disney has too much of a monopoly for us to be to cancel them yeah we can't cancel disney we like too much of their stuff dang yeah. it <laughs> it's messed up that's like a, just a twisted real life story of <laughs> mankind it's like mankind. we live in a world where it's like we hate amazon but we hate, we have to use amazon <laughs> we have to use it <laughs> so it's kind of like i don't know it's twisted it's twisted but anyways we digress we digress so yeah as we said like starting at the top the nice thing is this 
show has such a variety mm. of people um yeah. and the podcast that goes along with it if you have seen the show and you haven't listened to the official podcast that goes along with it i would definitely suggest mm-hmm. doing that because they have one of the writers on the podcast and yeah. on the final episode misha mm-hmm. green actually comes on yeah and and kind of talks about the journey so definitely yeah. i would suggest listening to that it's really yeah. interesting to hear yeah. about the writing room and like yeah. what that's like and how they dove into all these characters yeah yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It's it's very. I I I let you listen to it. I I listen to so much stuff. Yeah. So my brain wasn't ready for that. So Courtney listened to it and she would like tell me everything and mm-hmm. it's really cool. Like some of the things they talk about and um I I just think this show is such a an important um example of what it's like when you have black voices mm-hmm. involved from top to bottom. Mm-hmm. You know and. I'm, I agree. I'm excited to dive into that. Yeah. But first, we're going to take a quick break. Break. Okay. Welcome back. So, I think um, this is such, like, a big jump. Like, it's ten episodes. They're, like, an hour each. Mm-hmm. So, I think what we'll do for this is just kind of pull out, like, parts that were particularly impactful to me. Mm-hmm. Um. I think one of the general topics that I wanted to hit on first is what I loved about this is literally no character is perfect. Mm. Every character has flaws. Mm-hmm. So you can't even fall into a stereotype mm-hmm. at all, mm-hmm. which which I really, really liked because we've mm-hmm. seen other characters um, and other movies actually mm-hmm. fall into kind of stereotyping their characters. Yeah. Even though they're trying to make them look good, you actually fall into this like this like good stereotype mm. of like oh if you're a black woman you need to be like super hard working like the most hard working and then it's like if you're a real person who can't mm. stand up to princess tiana for example mm. then you're not like a hard enough worker because mm. you don't literally like use all of your time ever to work really hard mm. so i think that's something that i really appreciated like even our hero tick like mm. he he's a villain in mm. one of the episodes like mm. the entire episode the one where they talk about the war like He's actually the villain of that mm, story, mm. and I really enjoyed that. I liked um, Ruby. Like, mm. I I love Ruby. Ruby's my girl. Like, awesome. Ruby and Letty, they're, like, my absolute, absolute favorites. I love yeah. the two of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're flawed. You know, they're mm-hmm. flawed. And, um, yeah, I just really, really like that. Them. And I wanted to hate Montrose. I ended up still loving him. Like, mm. it, it was amazing mm. to see, like, people who rubbed you the mm. wrong way in the mm-hmm. beginning, like, you end up liking. It's, yeah. yeah. I, I was really impressed by that. Just the the amount of, um, like, character development they were able to give to all of these characters mm. and really flesh out this world. I, mm. I really, really like that. Yeah, like, I, I, to be honest with you, a lot of it, has to do with with the writers. Mm-hmm. Um, I like one of the things. The few episodes I listened to on the podcast, I like the the fact that they almost debated between themselves. Like, would that character do that? Like, mm-hmm. is, is that like there were a lot of they put themselves into those situations, yes. and I think that made it easier for them to have those sort of those sort of. Um, like different expressions, you know, mm-hmm. because I think I think what happens sometimes is if if you have a few people who are engaged in the writing of a story, I think what happens is that you have like these like mono mono like monotone, mono, monotone mm-hmm. personalities that basically like just they 
they show one side. You yeah. See like, oh, this guy's a hero. Or this, this guy's the a hero. Villain. Yeah. You don't see both sides. So even Christina, mm-hmm. you kind of see she's 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 bad. She's a villain. She's the yeah. villain of the show. Yeah. At the same time, there are elements of like sexism. The sexism she faces. Mm-hmm. You just her ambition and even like her love for Ruby. Like so, it's like yeah. And which is twisted love. And it's a weird it, it, love, it's but... It's twisted. Yeah. It's it's weird, but the, that, it's there. It's there. It's something that's just there, you know? And the way that uh, the characters... Ruby, for me, is probably the most complex character in this show. I, I love because her. Because just by virtue of her the skin changing. Yeah. You know, that's what we talked about, you know, skin skin changing in... In anime, in like Disney's Pixar's animations, Mm -hmm. and here's like a a, like real skin, like real live skin changing, you know, in this movie, and it's kind of it's complicated, and Mm -hmm. it shows just the first like the frustration of, uh, like or and the pain and the struggle of being Mm -hmm. black, and she she goes like I'm tired of being interrupted. Yeah, I just want to be not interrupted. Yeah, and she becomes this white person who. Does not get interrupted, but get, yeah. rather gets, like, she's like, I remember the one part where she's like, she's like, I, like, you know, she's asked, like, why didn't you take the money? Why did you take the money that, that I, I, I left you? And basically she was like, I, I, don't, I had the currency that I needed, yep. my whiteness. Yep. And that is such a powerful thing. And, and I thought that that was really well done, really well it's such a complicated situation. And even like the conversations they have after that with Emma Till, like there's yeah. just so much complication with Ruby, but you both, you don't hear, you don't come to hate her. You come to understand yeah. the, what, what you, you come to understand blackness, you know, like there's almost like, is this detail when it comes to like what black people experienced during segregation, during mm. Jim Crow, there's a detail that she brings out that I have never seen before. You mm-hmm. know? That's, I, I've never seen that before because it shows the opposite side of it. And it just, it's just amazing how they, they just pulled it out. And I think a lot of it has to do with this conversation in the room. Yeah. And, and I, I'm super, I'm super like inspired by that. It's just really I would about. almost argue Ruby is kind of what Princess Tiana should have been. Mm. Because with Ruby... We got to understand, like, performing at the level that she did. Like, this is why I love Ruby. Like, mm. she's a freaking hustler. Like, she has all of those writing courses. She had all those business courses. Yeah. She, like, she actually yeah. had more than the manager of the store, the male manager of the mm. store. He was like, are you gunning for my job? Like, as a joke. But it's like, yeah. she could have managed that store with her qualifications. The yeah. literal only thing that was yeah. holding her back was that she's a black woman. That was what holding her back, like just straight up racism and sexism. So mm. it's like that. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah, I just love, yeah, I love, love, love Ruby. Yeah, I, I agree. I that's, that's a good, that's a good way to see yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the other things that I really loved, I loved the idea of the guidebook. Like, yeah. Like what a genius concept mm-hmm. of like, these are the safe routes that you can take so you yeah. can travel. Yeah. And, um. I think Hippolyta also kind of speaks to that to me a little bit where she was 
just feeling so like held back mm. by like what society told her that she could do and like mm. being able to travel is like something that like society had basically told black people like you can't do this yeah, the sundown towns. Yeah, I had actually never heard of a sundown town yeah. until this show. Like, there were so That's many crazy. things that I was, like, Googling. I yeah. was like, what? It's crazy, like, how just the whole... A lot of these shows are making people go, like, I didn't know about yeah. Oklahoma, the Oklahoma massacre. I didn't know about that. Like, you know, like, different people are going mm-hmm. like that. In, even though the White in House school, story? Yeah, the White House story. Even though they studied history... Mm-hmm. Even though a lot of, you know, Americans study, you, like you studied history here, they just didn't teach that. Yeah. They just left out these details. And, and I mean, this is the general complaint from a lot of people is that American history whitewashes yeah. even slavery. Yeah. Even slavery. And it's, it's, it's so twisted. It's so twisted to think about. Like, I, I, I yeah, it, it's so twisted because it's like, Wait, so you enslaved people for like over two hundred years, and then after that, you like told them, you know, that they couldn't be around white people, yeah. and there were all these horrible things mm-hmm. that happened to them, and then you, as you went along, you just changed the details of what the horrible thing you did before. Mm-hmm. Whilst you're doing a new horrible thing, you're like, well, the old horrible thing was so horrible. <laughs> I don't want to, like, talk about it. Let's hide it. Yeah. And then whilst we do something horrible that you want to hide later on. And it's like, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. That, that's probably one of the saddest things that I, or the thing that maybe upsets me the most is the mm-hmm. fact that there's just so much whitewashing, especially down south. Yeah. You know, so much whitewashing of history in terms of, wait, what, this is what really happened, mm-hmm. you know, here. Mm-hmm. And... Um, yeah, I found it surprising mm. and upsetting. Yeah. 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 There's definitely this like take on like a lot of students and, and I'm hoping that this is changing now because there's enough people being yeah. like, Hey, uh-huh. I didn't learn that that's wrong. Mm. Like, but it's like, Oh, we, we desegregated mm. and yeah, people fought it, but it was fine. Like we yeah. got through it. Like yeah. they don't talk about all these like ways that people tried to get around it. Like making mm. sundown towns, like just the general like mm. way, yeah. like businesses could still be like, could still be like, ah, I don't want to serve you. It's my business. I don't have to serve mm. you. So it's like mm. just talking about stuff like that. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Like that stuff's pretty pretty wild to me um and i like that i think that is probably something that i think this show balanced really well was the the although we're in like kind of a fake world like Mm. it's it's not quite reality like there's literal magic going on and things like that exactly um but at the same time it's it was really interesting to see them balance the racism and still like allow their characters to do all these wild things to go on these crazy adventures. Exactly. So yeah. I, I really enjoyed the balance of that um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I know sometimes, like, sometimes it's hard when it's like there are people who are like, we just want to see this. Like, we just want to see joy. And it's not that I feel like we shouldn't have black joy movies like obviously i want that like i love movies like jingle jangle like things like that that are just set in this like place where it's like no bad things happen but at the same time it's Mm. like i feel like we're still fighting so much ignorance Mm. that it's hard to want both right if that makes any sense right yeah it's it's very hard it's very hard to want both and and i think i think there's a 
there's almost like a there's a balance to it where I think that especially even for 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 black people, mm-hmm. right? Is that you don't want to forget. Yeah. You don't want your kids to forget. Mm-hmm. You don't because history repeats itself or rather history rhymes or yeah. uh, like my favorite one is the you know the um the history speaks and the present listens. Yeah. You know and or response and that's something that we should never forget that hey the same and the, and that's been true throughout throughout the history of the United States is that you know there would be one form of racism mm-hmm. systemic systemic racism mm-hmm. replaced another. Yep. Always replaced another. And even now as we we're, we're in this awakening moment, right? Yeah. And where a lot of people are going like holy crap like there's so much systemic racism. People are waking up going like oh my gosh, I'm seeing it now. I understand it now. Mm. Oh my gosh, like I get it now. I get I get why people are struggling with police, you know, and I mean, not everyone is at that place, but enough people are at that place to actually demand change and actually get response, you know, get yeah. that strength in numbers thing, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's that's something that's great. But if we decide to forget, then what's stopping, you know, if a racist happening. white person from creating a whole new system that yeah. we we're not aware of. Yeah. And especially right now is the time to be uh, alert because there are people, uh, <clears throat> Republicans, you know, who are, you know, a lot of Republicans, not every, you know, Mitt Romney is cool, but like there are Republicans who are pushing for stricter laws like down mm-hmm. south where they're going like, we want this rule and this rule. And we're just like, you just want to repeat history, but in a different way. Yeah, and and there are people like the NAACP that we support mm-hmm. who actually pick up on those things and like, hey, we're seeing it. Let's talk about it. And yeah. without understanding history, they wouldn't have the tools yes. to be to to see. Hey, I know what you're doing. Like, I yeah. know what you're trying to do. I know these rules that you're trying to put put yeah. are to stop black people from voting, or yeah. this rule that you're trying to put. And and I think that's something that. Uh, before had happened and nobody picked up on it, you know. Mm-hmm. Nobody picked up on on you know gerrymandering. Yep. Nobody picked up on it. It it just happened and it hit people, you know, asleep. And I I think this time it's like, hey, we're not gonna fall asleep. We need to know the nature of the people that we're dealing with, uh, people who want to hold on to to supremacy and mm-hmm. power, and we need to. That means that black pain becomes our reminder black pain is not mm-hmm. just for us to just feel pain black yeah. pain is a lesson black pain is a warning black mm-hmm. pain is 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 an image that it, that re, like it almost you know shows itself as we move into the future you see you see elements of that image you're like i'm seeing this i'm seeing a new form of of racism mm-hmm. and we need to fight it and i think that's something that um that I think it's like, yeah, like it's not just about feeling the pain, it's about the future. And Black History Month was created because a lot of kids basically were were, were not not being taught mm-hmm. about history, mm-hmm. you know. And that's just one way that you know oppressors oppress. You know, mm-hmm. it reminds me of uh, Doctor Who, that one episode where, you know. I can't remember which, which creature it was, but they basically basically go in the past and wipe out wipe out history. Was that right? silent? 
No, no, no. Sent. It was the, those weird zombie things. The priests. Those, um, the they were like, priests. They were almost like priests. In the, yes. Uh, that was one of the coolest episodes where they created an assimilation. Like, we, that was cool. That yeah. was cool. And basically, they 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 wipe out history. Yeah. And, and they that just is put just, themselves there. And anytime someone starts to, like, remember that they weren't there, they, like, take, they, they just take get them, rid of them. Yeah. You know? and, that was a wild episode. Yeah. And that's something that is such a good example of, hey... If a tool of the oppressor is like the the wiping out erasure of history mm-hmm. and and black pain is history, and we need to never forget it. But obviously, we need we need to not like drive ourselves mad. We need to actually, um, you know, enjoy and have joy. And I think there's it's a balance. It's mm-hmm. a balance. It's a it's yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess having a reason makes it easier a little easier to see that balance yeah i guess guess, yeah Yeah. um Mm -hmm. i think i want to talk about one of the scenes that really hit me and kind of like some mental things that like i had gone through so this is after emmett tilla died Mm -hmm. and ruby goes through like this whole thing with christina and Mm -hmm. is like like you don't get the pain you don't get it right all this stuff Mm -hmm. so then christina goes and she actually has herself killed in the same way that emmett till was killed and when I first watched that, I was like, I was like, okay. She's like, I think Christina actually cares for Ruby. And like, I think she wants to be an ally and she's mm. trying to get it. And she's like, she's like, I get this. Right. Mm. And I was kind of proud of Christina in that moment. Cause like you have such mixed feelings yeah, about her the whole Christina, time. Right. Yeah. Like I was so like great. proud of her. And then I list, I'm listening to the podcast that accompanies <laughs> it. And they're like, they're like, Christina's just a, fake and i was like what wow and i think like that was just like my whiteness right kind of like getting like filtering you know having to like look at this thing through a filter of like remembering that like in this circumstance christina has a spell on her that makes her invulnerable Mm. so even though she goes through the pain right Mm. at the end of the day she was never going to die and I just think like that's something to really remember as an ally mm. is that, yeah, you might go to the rally, you mm. might go, you might stand up for a friend, you might do whatever, like mm. you might feel all of that. Mm. But at the end of the day, mm. like you're not black. Right, right. You don't go through that. Like, right. and I think just like that was a really good moment reminder for me. Yeah. To be yeah. like, to be like, wow. Like, yeah. I can try whatever I want and mm. I can put through myself through whatever I want. But mm. at the end of the day, I'm a white woman. Mm. I'm a white woman and I'm yeah. not going to get it. Like, mm. there's certain things that I'm not going to get and there's certain things that I will inherently be able to step Mm. away from yeah you know what i mean yeah like i can i can sit there and be like okay i'm not gonna think about that now Mm. you can almost like set it aside for a little bit and 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 think about other things yeah Mm. and i really like i really appreciated that they talked about that on the podcast because i was like i just it went over my head it just Mm. went over my head yeah yeah, yeah. That that's that's powerful. Cuz you know what? I also think like sometimes people want to be like good allies so 
badly mm. that like you forget that like it's not about being good or bad mm. you know what i mean it's yeah. about like it's about just like working on yourself and working on being anti-racist like yeah. it's not like there's no like you're never gonna be perfect at it not that right. that's an excuse right. but it's like it's like don't put yourself on this scale of like i'm a good ally i'm a bad ally mm. Just do it. Just yeah. Do, just like do it. Do what like, you can. Yeah. It reminds me of uh, that one episode. I think it's the latest episode uh, on Blackish, where uh, I think it's cousin Gary. Yes, yeah, cousin and, Gary. And, and he's like he he's going to to Andre and it's like Andre's like taking him under his wing and <laughs> teaching him about racism, about redlining, gerrymandering, yeah. all that stuff. And and then you know cousin Gary comes over and you know Andre's kind of tired and exhausted and. Andre's like, uh, Gary's like, you know, did you know that, you know, white people going to like, will go, will go into a black neighborhood and basically like going to charter school so that they don't like, you know, yeah. contribute towards like the public school, the public school, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and then Andre's like, okay, cool. Like send your kid to public school. And then he starts like backtracking. Yeah. There. Like starts like making excuses. And that becomes like a real moment. Like where it's like. Dude, like, if you're not willing to, like, to do the, what needs to be done, then, like, don't, like, don't, 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 like, put yourself on a pedestal, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? And even if you are, it's it's not, like, don't put yourself on a pedestal anyways, but the, the reality is that there is a whole, there's always another way to support and to be an, a better ally. Mm-hmm. There's always a way to be better. But if you reach a point where you think, if you ever reach a point where you're like, I am a great ally, I don't need to learn anything else, then, yeah, you're being a bad ally. Mm-hmm. You know? Because we're talking about 200, 280 years of slavery, I think, and then a whole bunch of stuff that happened afterwards. Yep. And so, so much systemic stuff has been put in place to oppress black people and as a white person it's gonna take a long time for you to even reach like a place where you're like okay i'm at least you know i know most things you know or i know like 70 percent of mm-hmm. what black people go i like um i can't really quantify it but like something like that you know like well, to, to be like hey like i've reached a certain level yeah it takes a long time and even just, like, the subconscious things that you never think about. Yeah. Like, yeah, just even things like that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's wild how much things in society that, like, you don't, you just don't even think about. Right. Like, having people with darker skin mm-hmm. be, like, like, test out products. Mm. Like, we actually just had an issue with our, our Canon camera the other day. Mm-hmm. It would not, it wouldn't focus on Shalom mm-hmm. at all. And our dog is black and white. And mm-hmm. she, uh, when she was facing certain ways, it wouldn't focus on her either. So mm-hmm. it's like, but it focused on me every time. Yeah. So it's like, clearly, yeah. they're not using enough people to test their products. Yeah. And like, there's been the issues with... um paper towel dispensers there's mm. like there's lots of there's been lots of issues i think you had an issue with face recognition on the iphone at first yeah it was kind of weird yeah it, it's gotten better yeah. it's gotten a lot better yeah. but it's like honestly just like mm. the bias of just not even thinking to test yeah su- products that are for everyone mm-hmm. there's oh, there are always little things yeah there's and, always and it, little it will, things it, it will, sometimes it, it does it can come across as if you're being like like black people are nagging, 
right? It can come yeah. across that way, but they're not. It's because there is so much stuff that's been set in place to hold them back. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's a it's a little thing, and you'd be like, you'd be like, no, come on, come on. But like, yes, trust them, yeah. trust them, and and but this stuff takes a while. That's why we are saying you need to actually like hold yourself back. Don't don't put yourself on a pedestal. Otherwise, like you you you're just gonna like find yourself being a bad ally and mm. uh, or giving up being mm-hmm. an ally altogether. Because you would have set this like high, high like high mindedness about yourself that then gets toned down and you get your feelings hurt, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you're like, oh, I'm, screw this, I'm I'm walking away. Um, and that's that's not, and I'm sure that's not what you want to happen. Yeah, you know, you want to be a good ally. Pace yourself. You know, um, don't overrate yourself as well. Like, don't mm-hmm. rate yourself. Just be. Just do it. Learn every time. But we need to learn because there's so many little details mm-hmm. that um, it's going to take a while for us to dismantle systemic racism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a process. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think what what I picked up from, from Christina a lot is she wanted to, she wanted power. Mm-hmm. She wanted power. She was, she was all about the power. Mm-hmm. You know, she... She makes me think of of the guys who started slavery, right? So we we started off with indentured servants, and so those were in the U.S. in the United States. It was white, whites and blacks, mm-hmm. poor poor white people, mm-hmm. poor black people, right? It wasn't really based on skin color. It wasn't based on skin color at all, mm-hmm. right? It was based on I think some of the Irish, some of the like, uh, uh, and they because they were poor, they they were put in that situation some of them were was were slaves were captured or something but like it was like you work for a while and you pay off your debts or you yeah and and so one you know uh john those john punch i think who ran away with 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 other white people and and i think there are a few other instances like that enough or rather there were enough instances for white people to go like hey these people are also a lot there are a lot of them and we need to come up with a system that stops them from overwhelming us eventually just going like you know away with you guys down with the masters or something Mm. like that like and and basically they were like okay you a john punch you're gonna be a slave forever white guys who ran away with john punch you're, you're gonna like serve out some time and then you're gonna be off off the leash like you know and you're gonna be like do your own thing right and then they took other white people poor white people and they said hey you guys we're gonna like make black people the slaves you become the slave masters now you're the guys who are running stuff so literally like it was all about the rich maintaining power mm-hmm. right they looked they didn't just go like hey why why are black people black people under us they went like, hey, we don't want to be overwhelmed. Let's divide and conquer here, mm-hmm. right? And basically, they... They made up the narrative. They made up the the, narr- oh, the narrative then became a necessity, mm-hmm. right? So they started pulling a bunch of stuff. There were some weird scientists who did some stuff. The Spanish had some weird stuff that they were... They, you know, some philosophers who were, like, coming up with weird stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and basically... 
you know, when I say weird stuff, I mean like ra- like where they're like, oh, black people are less, you know, yep. you know, these people, white people are smaller brain you know, and all this stuff. So, so basically, these guys then just employed these principles, and or and invented their own things too to say, hey, black people are inferior; they're supposed to be slaves. White people are superior; we're supposed to be masters. Mm-hmm. And and so, but it was created because they wanted to maintain power. Yeah. Right. And so, slave slavery is not the end. The it's a means to an end, which is wealth. Right? Yeah. So that's why I I love projects like the the um the I think nineteen sixteen. So, uh, no, not nineteen sixteen. Uh, uh, it was like a seventeen something. Yes. Um, I'll look it up while you. All right. Talking. So. So I love I love projects that detail like this one project by New York Times talks about basically the contribution of black people to American wealth, right? The America's wealth, the greatness of America's wealth is directly tied to the fact that they 1776. Had is that right? Oh, no, no, that's, that's not right. right. That's seventy seventy six. Um, that's something else. <laughs> that also has to do with African American advocates. <laughs> um, and and the direct contribution of Black people to American wealth, and that's something that. And last year, last year it caused a stare, and and, and I, I think Trump wanted to get um, wanted to, to sixteen nineteen project. There we go. 1619. Trump, Trump wanted to get rid of of the project because yeah, like it, it's one of those like. Hey, we made this happen. Mm-hmm. We made this happen, and and because and a lot of white people are afraid of that. A lot of racist white people are afraid of that, or even not just racist, but a lot of like wealthy white people are afraid of that because it's a conversation of of like paying paying black people for the work they did, mm-hmm. the descendants of slaves, and saying, "Hey, you guys contributed. Here's some wealth, mm-hmm. you know, so you can give back to your community, so that black people can have." Like can actually have a piece of this American pie that we're having, and and that is something that, um, that like, like history talks about. So it's it's all about power. That's my point. It's like it's all about power. Christina was all about the power. So she wasn't directly a like she wasn't directly motivated by racism. Mm-hmm. She was motivated by power, and then she took a racist system. And mm-hmm. she used it. She actually weaponized racism, right? Mm-hmm. And just used and used it to her, her advantage. And I think that's something that is so important. It's so important to understand. You know, when you're dealing with with systems, and and this one's something I'm I'm learning a lot about. Last year, we 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 had a lot of issues. When it comes to racism, that were more overt, right? Mm-hmm. Cops killing black people, right? Mm-hmm. That is a like you saw like overt expressions of racism, but those expressions find opportunities in systemic, you know, like in systemic racism, right? So the system itself, right? And that system is based on power. That system is based on dominance, not just the philosophy of of the false philosophy that says black people are less than white people. Mm-hmm. It's really all about the power. It's all about the, the riches. It's all about the, 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 the dominance, the way black people are treated in the city, like that mm-hmm. whole dynamic. Money is being made. Money is being made. And black people have been kept out of that for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I think it's, it's, 
it's something that I find very I found very powerful in this show is that she goes like, yeah, I just want tick for the magic he has. Yeah. She wanted his magic. She wanted his magic. She wanted that's and she if it was a white person, she would have done the exact same thing. Done exact same right? thing. Right? And it was all about the power. And I think that's a version of racism that we need to also understand. Mm. Because it's is no better. It's no better than the overt version that way people are like, you know, black people is uh you know, people who actually got radicalized by mm-hmm. that philosophy. Um, it's no better than that. It's but yeah, it's something that I think a lot of people do not take time to fully grasp and understand. A lot of white people struggle with the idea of systemic racism. So sometimes mm-hmm. they'll be like, did somebody yell at you? Did someone call you the N-word? Yeah. Did someone call you the, the this? Like, uh, sure, under Trump, we had more people using the N-word. More people, like, I mean, like, going nuts. We 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 were moving fast to Jim Crow. Like, yeah. in, that, in that direction. We were moving yeah. quickly in that direction. And... And but the thing that has been part of the debate is that systemic racism, like it's the systemic racism that is based on power and dominance and money, making money. And that is a version that um, a lot of white people struggle to understand. And I, I feel like this movie is such a good where it's like. You can be a pleasant white person. Mm-hmm. You could even have sex with a black person, like Christina slash William, mm-hmm. right? You could be attracted to black people mm-hmm. and actually be someone who perpetuates and weaponizes um, a system mm-hmm. that is really against black people. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of like, I feel like a lot of people are like, well, I have black friends. And I'm like, yeah, but there are, plenty of men who have mm. wives who right. are incredibly sexist and uphold right. sexist opinions and right. systems. So like you can have black friends and still uphold right. systems right. and not move towards systemic change. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think power for me, that was a big thing that we talked yeah, about a lot. Yeah. Um, and I do think like it's interesting, like you can literally just substitute like, magic for power right like the entire series yeah so i really like the conversations between like letty and tick where like they're trying to decide like what do we do with this power now like we have power too and letty's like it's evil like look how much bad it's done <laughs> yeah she's so cute i love her um so like it's like she's like it's evil like we can't use that we can't touch that yeah. but then it's like but we can use it to protect our own so it's like that kind of argument of like like when you look at at like power within the u.s it's like it's almost scary Mm. in some ways because Mm. like depending on how you wield it Mm. like you can do things that cause systemic yeah like yeah institutions that then Mm -hmm. could hold an entire group of people down Mm -hmm. even black like black people like like uh we know of black people who are you know who who take advantage of systemic racism to oppress other black people, you know, by being the voice for white people saying there's mm. no systemic racism. Mm-hmm. You know, like I've seen, I mean, we have tons of people, you know, one name names, you know, like most of you guys know, but like really tons of people of black people who are like, who, who literally are used as weapons to uh-huh. like, and because, because of that, they make money. Yeah. You know, they have houses. They have, you know, the... 
actually the attorney general for in in Kentucky who's the guy who oversaw the Brianna Taylor case mm -hmm. recently I mean the grand jury that oversaw the case have called for his impeachment because he literally mishandled the like Brianna Taylor situation mm. he mishandled it he so there's no there's been no justice for Brianna Taylor because of him he has protected those cops he mm. defended those cops and he's black mm -hmm. he is black he is black and and he knows what he's doing he knows what he's what he's you know pull like what he's doing to the black community but what happens is that because of that the the same the oppressors the people who wield and who who weaponize the system the system of like you know of, of racism in america you know they give him a, a place at the table you know? mm -hmm. They'll never give him the place at the table. They'll never mm -hmm. give him the opportunity to change things. But they give him a place, enough of a place for him to, to be like, hey, I'm black, you know, I'm black and I don't think there's racism. You know, mm -hmm. like to be that kind of person to derail the, the conversation. Yeah. And, and, and that's something that, you know, I think it, it and it's toxic. It's, 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 tem it's tempting. It's tempting. Imagine just you're like you're told, "Hey, look, dude. Like, yeah, there is systemic racism, but we're bringing you on board so you can be on our side. So you, yeah. you get to have the money, you get to have the houses, you get to have the power, mm -hmm. you get to make the decisions. Yeah. And I think that's something that that is crazy. At the same time, you can still. It doesn't mean. I think for me, I'm like. Polit there are politicians that are, that go in, you know, and actually stay true to themselves, wield that power that they like look at the system and say, we're mm -hmm. going to change the system and actually stay consistent. They're not lying. And, and I've seen people, politicians who are like that, mm -hmm. you know, and so I can see like ladies like hands off, don't touch this. Yeah. You know, let's stay away from this power, this magic. Let's stay away from it because it's dangerous. And, and Tick is like, can use it to help our family and protect yeah. what's ours. Yeah. And Lady ends up being the person who does that. Who, mm -hmm. who like, he's like, bam, 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 bam. White people, no magic. Bye. Yeah. You know, that, that was cool. I was like, I was like, that was a pretty cool ending. So, um, that that was that's something that's such a such a good lesson. Such a good lesson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this show so deep. So there's deep. like there's so much to it. Um, I'm trying to. I feel like there was one other thing I I really wanted to discuss. Did you have anything else while I think about it? Um. Yeah, I mean, we could talk all day about how amazing the show is. It's like just so much wealth of information. Mm -hmm. Their their whole take their take on 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 Tulsa mm -hmm. was was so well done. Their take on on you know the the gay community mm -hmm. right they, they take on the gay community oh, Sam. and and that's a I conversation like a that the black community today is having right mm -hmm. and because i try to engage as much as possible or rather listen in as much as possible i'm from zimbabwe by the way so i've been here for seven years so for me i am learning so the conversation we're, we're having about ally allyship i'm learning to say i'm i'm black so i'm experiencing the black experience right but i'm so new to it i've i don't mm -hmm. have the weight of years and years and years of experiencing it mm -hmm. i am new to it and so i'm learning to empathize with those who have experienced it for such a long time so i i listen i listen to conversation and one of the things is the black community talking about you know hey we need 
we can't stand we can't say black lives matter right and not say lgbtq mm-hmm. no plus lives matter mm-hmm. we can't you can't you can't you can't you can't say hey we we're tired of being oppressed when we are refusing to stand with our you know lgbtq plus f- brothers and sisters you you can't like you have to it's one and the same we're all together mm. and 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 not only supporting but like hey if you're part of oppressing our our brothers and sisters in that community then you need to stop mm-hmm. you need to stop you need to stop like and because you cannot say you cannot say like hey i don't want to be oppressed anymore whilst you're oppressing someone else mm-hmm. you can't do mm-hmm. that that is why we're seeing such beautiful intersectionality last like last year we saw the fullest express expression of it in the election intersectionality of the oppressed right which is you know lgbtq plus uh black asian the indigenous mm-hmm. um community like like you know and, and i'm talking about the indigenous community is a lot of nations right and i use community for lack for just quick expression but like it's nations and nations mm-hmm. and nations you know like all these groups, those intersect, in, in, um, that intersectionality got expressed in in, in the vote, got mm-hmm. expressed in the vote, and and which defeated Trump really last year. And you know, seeing people dancing on the street, seeing videos of you know an indigenous brother dancing on the street mm-hmm. to like to his traditional music, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's amazing to see. And I think you see that intersectionality in the show where you see. How even ticks the way tick looks at his dad when he realizes mm. that his dad is gay mm-hmm. and 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 that is something that is something that the black community is dealing with too to say um but not only that but also women like how how men treat women and, and how even tick treated lady mm-hmm. you know in the show like where you begin to see and and i love one part where she's like she's like don't act like this is only happening to you Mm-hmm. You know, and I thought that was like such a like. Sometimes as black men, we get into this thing where we're like, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, we're oppressed, we're oppressed. And then, then women are like, hey, black men, like, can you stop like, like oppressing black women? Are you reminded me of what and, I want. And then to it's say. like, and then it's like, it's like, wow, nah, 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 nah. it's like, no, <laughs> I thought, bro, like, don't get hanged, don't be mad. In- intersectionality, realize that mm-hmm. black women go through, you know. Um, I think you, you were going to address the me- medical aspect. Was it what you're going to talk about? Like the the yes. idea that, yeah. So of, you know, I'll pass it on to you, but like that black cops are to black men. Uh, so white cops are to black men. What uh, doctors are to black women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. What I was going to throw out is earlier in that episode, actually Chris- Christina comes mm. to Letty's home and yeah. she says like, don't let the men um, convince you that it's all about them. Mm. And I, like, that immediately, immediately reminded me of um, how a lot of civil rights in the 60s, a lot of that organizational stuff was done by women. A lot of it. But because, like, women weren't respected at the time at all, they had to lift up these these, um, male leaders. Like, especially an even uh from like the lgbtq community like yeah there were community leaders mm. and um these activists who were gay and things like that and yeah. like they wouldn't they were afraid that them being women or gay or whatever would mm. hold back the cause like in quotes right. but it's like any flaw 
mm-hmm. that someone found in them would mm-hmm. hold back the cause. And so mm-hmm. they were never recognized. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is why, like, MLK mm. Jr., like, became the the forefront because mm-hmm. he was a pastor. So it's mm-hmm. like people couldn't really find that much wrong with him um, mm-hmm. compared to the others where it's like, oh, you're right. just a woman. Like, I'm not talking to you. Right. Like, things like that. So... Um, mm. I really liked that because at mm. the end of the show, it's all women in Montrose at the right. end. It's yeah. all strong women in Montrose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they do touch on mm. like the experimentation on on black um, on black um, people. Yeah. And honestly, most of gynecology it was just experimentation on black women, which yeah. is like real uh, modern. Like that's still what a lot of modern research is based off of. And like, it's really disgusting Mm, and it's really awful, but it's like, honestly, like just using their bodies because in quotes, they had a higher pain tolerance. Like, Mm. or rather that's what they thought. That's what the, that's what they said to justify what they were doing. Yeah. So it's like, it really is. um, It really is wild. And honestly, like just within the medical field itself, like, Yeah. They've done. A, they've constantly, constantly used. Um, they've constantly used black people as mm. guinea pigs for projects. There's yeah. this whole. There was a really awful one. I want to say it was on something like syphilis or something like that, mm. where it went on for like forty years or something like that. This trial, and they said that they were giving them drugs. They were giving the entire group placebos. So it wasn't even one of those like half the group had placebos and the other half didn't. Like but the entire all these. Group. Yeah, the entire group, and they gave them syphilis, and they all up. died. They passed it on to their spouses. Like, oh. so this whole time, they think they're getting treated. And, like, honestly, they said that, like, that's a lot of the reason why, um, like, POC within the U.S. don't trust doctors mm-hmm. because they've been experimented mm-hmm. on. All this awful stuff mm-hmm. has happened to them. And it's like, and now mm-hmm. when we have something like a vaccine coming yeah. out, like, they're afraid to get vaccines and i'm like yeah. i don't blame you yeah I, I like last year like i i follow some really really smart creators and and a lot of them you know were just like on point last year talking about you know social distancing and so forth and they were great so great and it's it's when it came to the vaccine that's the first time i saw apprehension mm-hmm. the very first time where they're like listen like, and recently we, have, I mean, we have Flint, Michigan, where you had the water crisis, mm-hmm. where not even crisis, the, the, you know, in a sense, murder and just an assault on the black community, mm-hmm. you know, where the black community, like they drank lead, they drank, you know, like, mm-hmm. or drank chemicals that, that because of bad pipes. And mm-hmm. that's something, and it wasn't addressed. It wasn't addressed. It was not addressed. And... Um, you know, and that's something that, to be honest with you, like, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking because it, it's just something that, that's crazy. And, and then also just the idea, like, even through, you know, the, the pandemic, seeing videos of, you know, even black women recording videos of, like, doctors and nurses just, like, insulting them, mm-hmm. you know, and, and just being like, wow, like, it's something that. You know, just that statement just blows me away. Like that, you know, doctors, the doctors. I think I said it wrong the first time. I, I don't know, but like, like doctors are to uh, black women what cops are to black men. Yeah. You know, and and um, 
higher that's a, rate. That's, that's a generalization a bit because also, like, I mean, Brianna Taylor was shot, you know, so she was targeted. Well, yeah, you know? but I mean, but, in childbirth, though? In terms of, like, yeah, right. In more terms black of, women die in childbirth, like, a lot more right, exactly. than white women. Right, exactly. And that that's something that, that like, you know, from that, I think there was a tech talk where they talk about intersectionality. For me, that woke me up. That made that word is will always like, um, just like inspire me to mm. open my eyes to other people, other groups of people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for the very first time, because of intersectionality, the the block, that group of the oppressed and their allies, mm. is 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 more powerful than anything mm-hmm. ever before. That's why companies and businesses are. Uh, changing, they're bowing down to this. They're mm-hmm. basically like it's like it's like uh, like, and people are calling it. And there's this group calling it cancel culture. But no, it's the shift of power. Power has shifted to where it's not just to one group of people. It's not just like black white. It's a multiracial, multi generational, mm-hmm. multicultural, multi just like so many mixtures in there. But they're all went like, hey, we're oppressed, and or and and and. Uh, and other people saying, white people saying, we want to stand with you, we want to support you. And just that unity, that group, that coalition has has just proven to be really, really powerful. Mm-hmm. And people who want to oppress, people who want to uh, stay supreme, white people who want that white supremacy, they want to be on top. They are lashing out, hence like January 6th. They, they are lashing out because they're realizing that there's a power shift. Yeah. You know, and they're seeing businesses bowing down to the coalition and yeah and saying oh wow like okay cool we're gonna the nfl going like oh sorry kaepernick we should have yeah. stayed with you you know like yeah. and you know, like stuff that i did not think would happen you know anytime soon is happening and and let's not lie to ourselves let's go back to christina it's all about the power it's the mm-hmm. money they are realizing hey the money is here now so they're shifting to that well that's and- why um Actually, something that was really encouraging for me is Shalom was reading this book that was actually kind of depressing in some ways, but it's very depressing, yeah. <laughs> in other ways it was encouraging because it just talked about how important, um, how important, uh, I'm blinking. Activism. Yes, activism. Yeah. How, like, important activism is and yeah. how, like, activism, like, mm. that's actually how you shift corporations because at the yeah. end of the day, what you said, mm-hmm. power. They want their mm-hmm. money. They want their wealth. Yes. So if you are like, we're not going to buy from you because of A, B, and C, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, they dropped my, like, Bed Bath & Beyond dropped my pillow so fast. So like, fast. So fast. It was, it was they a were like, hours. Yeah, they were like, we're not mm. getting canceled. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're yeah. All, we're already yeah. struggling. We're not getting canceled. Yeah. So, like, activism actually does so much like it does so so much and there's certain things um i remember um shalom used to work for a church and Mm. i would i was volunteering with um youth ministry at the time so Mm. we had to go for a um like a being able to identify like child abuse Mm. and um how to like you know, be safe within the church and, like, you know, accountability and all of that and mm. having two adults there per mm. child. So, all of that. But one of the things that the the guy giving the lecture said that really stuck to me was, um, like, child abuse and, like, any form of that is as illegal as it ever will be. Mm. But 
it's us who prevents it. Yes. And that blew my mind because mm. there's a lot of things mm. that are as illegal as it possibly can be, mm-hmm. but it's up to people mm-hmm. and the systems that we set up mm-hmm. in our everyday lives yes. to help prevent it. Yes. And help yes. Uh-huh. like advocate so it's like in order to advocate for children like we need to set up practices like make sure that all of our doors have like no one adult goes to the bathroom with a Mm. child alone yeah like two adults go Mm. like that's how you protect children like and just setting up those things and it's like you might be sitting there like i'm never gonna do that to a child Mm. or this but like honestly that like that protects children that protects Mm. lives and like yeah it's about advocacy absolutely Um, Absolutely. And I think that was that was something that really, really yeah. stuck with me. So, yeah, as we talk about these black stories, yeah. like, honestly, I think sometimes, like, problems can seem really overwhelming. But, like, really anything you can do yeah. is really important and just being aware and, like, mm. knowing what's going on. And, like, yeah. you yeah. make the difference in your own life. And, mm. um, yeah, like, I think, I yeah. think that's kind of it for me. Yeah, like, and... and they safety, they safety numbers, they strength in numbers, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I think that's something that, you know, you can never replace that. It's like working with other people, coming together. Mm-hmm. We live in a dark world. Like, we were talking about Amazon, like, I think at the beginning of the episode, and, and they, they're planning to unionize, mm-hmm. you know. And do you know why Amazon is afraid of unionization? It's a powerful body. It's mm-hmm. a whole group of people coming together and saying, hey, we, we are coming together. We're by ourselves. We're nothing. We can't change anything, right? Like, I remember last year, one guy did a protest at Amazon, like, saying, mm-hmm. hey, the working conditions here are, like, crap. You know, like, help us out. And mm-hmm. Amazon did not listen. And now you have a whole group of people that are saying, we're coming together to create a union, yeah. right? And saying, and, and so that we can demand of you, right? certain things so that we can work and actually mm-hmm. make things happen and amazon mm-hmm. hates that amazon is trying to stop it they're they're going nuts they're really yeah. nuts trying to stop people trying to stop it from unionizing unionizing because they know mm-hmm. that a union is powerful and mm-hmm. it it forces them to make changes yeah and that's why i like it, it like power like numbers are so are so important mm-hmm. and activism is so important because mm-hmm. activism is always equals intersectionality that means you're connected to other people mm-hmm. that means you stand with other people and that has so much more power yeah yeah awesome so we are gonna round off yes we are on a positive note on a positive note yay so um next week we are doing vampires versus the bronx it is on Netflix. It yeah. is super cute. Yeah. Definitely recommend. Um, it is essentially like a sci-fi take on yes. um, gentrification. Mm-hmm. So. It's really good. It's good. And it's, it's really cute. Good. The kids are so cute. Yeah. There's um, my fa- my favorite of them. They call him Little Mayor. He's yeah. so freaking cute. <laughs> yeah. It's just adorable. Yeah. So, yeah. Love it. Yeah. We love watching around Halloween. It's on our uh, Halloween list now. Yes. We watch that yes. one. So good. So good. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us on this nerdy journey. We'll see you next week.